Hello, 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 <clears throat> and welcome back to the Jolly Misfit Podcast. It is Saturday, February the 4th at 2.21 a.m. I have extreme insomnia, I guess you could call it. I can't sleep, and um, I'm long overdue for an episode. Um, So a little pregnancy update. I am currently 30 weeks pregnant. This Monday I will be 31 weeks. Um, And it's like, you know, countdown time. Um, I'm thankful to be at where I'm at mentally and physically. Um, and I'm prayerful that things get better. But now it's 2.22 and the time I just said 1.11. I love synchronicities, right? So I just want to say where I live at right now is brick as hell outside. Like, it's fucking cold. The shit is like... I think somebody said something like, before I went to bed, it was like 13 degrees outside, but felt like minus three. Like, oh my goodness, it's so cold. Um, Like, my whole house is chilled. And I got plastic over the windows to keep the cold ass draft out. Whatever. I'm not going to ramble about that. Um, so... Between the last episode and this current one, I have, um, I've noticed something about myself. Um, I think I've told you guys a lot, like, during this pregnancy, during these past couple of months, I've had a lot of things going on in my personal life, some of which consumed me um, significantly and not necessarily in a good way. But I've noticed between this episode and the previous episode that I am less consumed by that that was previously making me feel consumed. Um, And I'm thankful for that. Um, there's nothing like, you know, beating yourself up mentally, um, self-torture mentally. Um, like, I I just, I notice the difference. I notice the growth, whether it be solely because of God and what I've been praying for. Um, I've done a lot of, you know, spiritual work, um, a lot of praying, a lot of just different adjustments and of the sort. Um, I just been wanting to do 
I want been wanting to feel better because these past couple of months I haven't been feeling that good and it honestly didn't have as much to do with the pregnancy physically as much as it did emotionally with what was going on what has been going on in my life um every day has been a struggle with just um existing in a world where you feel or are made to feel so different but every day even though it's a struggle i always i find an upside so i might cry while i'm looking at the downside or i might feel glum while i'm looking at the downside but i always find an upside I always aspire to find an upside because sitting in sadness um, it is no good. Anywho, I have updated my vision board. Initially, I was so consumed with things happening that I wasn't really posting on my vision board. And when I say posting, I mean like I literally have a thought or an idea. I physically write it down on a piece of paper and I tape it to the vision board. That's it. That's all. So I have been posting those things of significance on my vision board. Another thing that I wanted to talk about, right? So there are a few people that, <clears throat> you know, I have come to admire um, because in their own way they have inspired me, right? So in speaking of vision boards, I want to mention how I watched... I want to say I watched an interview of um, Milano De Rouge, um, or the, the creator and the owner of Milano De Rouge. But I think I think that's the name she goes by. I know that's not her government name, but I think that's the name she goes by still. Um, where basically, you know, she had a goal, and she said she wrote her goal out and she placed it in the Bible, and she worked towards it. And uh, for the longest, because I watched that interview maybe some months ago, um, I had it in my brain. I didn't act on it as soon as I heard her say it, which is my error. But all things come in due time, right? So, you know, I had it in my brain, like, you know, what she said. Recently, I have told myself you you have to not necessarily move on your ideas but find at least two things 
and stick to it and work on it and make it work. So, in its own time, in God's time and in its own way, I came to learn what those two things were. I prayed about them, talked to God about them, um, and I, I wrote out some things, pinned them to my vision board, and also wrote them out and placed them in the Bible. In this particular Bible, it is my great-grandmother's Bible. A little something that I inherited. So it is of strong significance to me. Um, on top of that, I have an oil called Three Kings Oil that I bought, bought from um, a spiritualist named Maisha. I think the website is Cognac X Conjure, something like that. Um, so Three Kings Oil, and it's um, in the description, I believe it says it's best to use like for different types of spiritual work. Um, I think in one of her posts, she had mentioned how I don't want to mess it up, so I'm look, I'll try and um. Let me get the website because I don't want to. I don't want to say the wrong thing and explain it the wrong way. So the website is Cognac X Conjure C O G N A C X C O N J U R E dot com. This is not a paid promo. This is not a promo. Well, it's not a promo at all. But I'm I'm explaining what I got. What I did. So um, I basically wrote what I wanted. Um, I wrote it once on one paper, put it on my vision board. I wrote it again on another paper and um, rubbed a little bit of the Three Kings oil on my hands, on the paper, prayed. And I inserted it into my great-grandmother's Bible. That Bible sits atop my altar next to her picture. She is at the very top of my altar. Um, and I want to say that within a very short amount of time, and I'm going to say less than a week, Within a very short amount of time of me doing that, um, is when I started to feel less consumed by the things that have been troubling me. My focus and attention has been redirected. I have put forth more effort into the long-term and short-term goals that I wish to achieve. My heart doesn't feel so heavy. 
because before it felt like the heaviest part of my body, heavier than this belly that's carrying a baby, like, um, and like, another significant feeling is the feeling of getting closer and closer to fully accepting what's for me will never miss me. Those are words that I have said plenty of times to other people. And when I said them to other people, it's not that it had empty meaning to me, but it's different when you're saying it to yourself, when you've been longing for something or someone or been troubled by something or someone, or you're mourning the loss and not necessarily a death of something or someone. So in doing what I did, I've come to also notice that I'm not even so much as saying what's for me will never miss me and accepting it. I'm feeling it more and more. I'm not quite 100% at the place where it doesn't bother me, but I am so much further away than how I felt before, Um, and I'm grateful for that. Um, I'm very grateful for that because I, over the past months, I have been walking with such density, like I I felt dense and um, really just consumed by the things that had taken place. Um, But I know that I've had plenty of conversations with myself. I've sat at my altar and talked and talked and talked. And like, I just knew and still know that I have to be at a place where I carry on with my life despite what or who decides to leave and I have to I have to do what I have to do and I kind of I needed help I needed help um so anywho it was I'm I'm grateful one that Milano De Rouge said what she said for me to hear and I'm too grateful that I remembered to do that because I honestly feel like between the prayers that I've made and between me doing that thing I feel a significant difference within and around myself um but the other thing you know, like, with, like, somebody like Milano De Rouge is, like, uh, the inspiration, like, as an individual to have started how she started and to see where she is now, it's like a reminder of, you know, making it, 
despite who you are, where you're from, making it. And for me, um, it's also because, like, I want to say we come from, like, the same time frame. So it makes it a little more relatable for me. And it's motivating for me because of the time frame that she came up in. Um, Another person, Pinky Cole. Oh, my goodness. If I could just sit with Pinky Cole for, like, an hour, two hours, and just have brunch and just, like, converse with her and, like... I don't even necessarily just want to say network because I, I, I like, I do want to network, but I don't want that to be, like, the the only thing that I would want to talk to her about. It's just, like, you hear somebody, like, her story and all of the trials and tribulations that she's experienced and gone through, and you see where she's at now, it's another reminder. Don't give up. Similar to like Milano De Rouge. Don't give up. Don't give up. Because some days, oof. Oh, my Lord. Boy, dude. Oof. But I look at them. Super Saint. That's another one. It's super. I've been following for some years. Ooh, some years. And to have watched her along her journey, her different endeavors, and see where she is now, it is so inspiring. All women within my age group. And it's so inspiring. It is so inspiring to see them with see them where they are to have watched some of them from the beginning like on social media and to see where they are it's motivating and I try to remind myself um everybody's gonna go through something some of them have had public breakups some of them more than once um, you know, it's a reminder for me, your personal breakup, whether people close to you know about it or not, it, that shit is what it is, you know. Um, some of them experience losses. They explain and talk about the losses that they've taken. It's a reminder for me, losses are okay. It's part of the process, part of the journey. Um... But, like, that's where I've been between this episode and the previous episode. Working on those two goals that I set for myself. Um, One of them I have actively started working on. The other one, I haven't begun to start yet, but I do believe that when I go on maternity leave and I have more downtime at home, um, because it would require me to either be at home or, like, to have, like, a separate space to do it, um, it'll be easier for me. But the other thing, you know, 
I could essentially work on it anywhere because of the type of goal that it is, I'll say. I don't want to talk about it yet. I don't want to talk about it. Like I've mentioned it to like one or two people, but I don't want to talk about it in depth until I have it in my hand to touch. And I can say I did it and then move on to the next step. Um, But, you know, this episode, I just really wanted to talk about, you know, getting to that place where, I don't even know how to word it, it's kind of just like, I'm so grateful that I'm in a better space now than I've been over the past couple of months. And that's not to say that God isn't going to keep sending tests my way because tests came for those before us who am I to think that I won't be tested. But it is for me to say that I'm thankful that I'm not stuck in that place of sadness. I'm not stuck in that place of pain. I'm not stuck in that place of hurt. And I feel different in a good slash better way. Um, So I hope that by the next episode, I will have either finished or almost finished um, what I need to do for the first goal. Um, I guess it's something called a treatment. I'm not really sure. I got to look up like the terminology. But um, I want to like, you know, finish working on sketching what I'm trying to do, how I'm trying to do it, the long term vision and the short term vision for it. And go from there. But I do want to thank you all for listening to me here at the Jolly Misfit Podcast. Um, I hope you all have a blessed and safe night. And until next time.